content of this episode please download like subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or become a patreon supporter to view exclusive content and receive a shout out on future episodes all right happy new year welcome back everyone well it has been relatively quiet these last few months uh in regards to the prince estate um no new announcements for anything on CD, vinyl, um, any music. Um, still no word on the Netflix documentary. Uh, but now that we are in 2023, we've got one month in the record books already. Um, we are now going into February soon. And there might be some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, again, nothing official. But that doesn't stop the celebrations from happening. So I want to kind of go over a couple of those, uh, some things that are coming up uh, over the next few months. Um, first, we're going to start with the symposium uh, that will be taking place in New York. You know, cue all the critics. New York. New York. And this will be going down on Friday, March 31st, 2023 at 10 a.m. at the Metro Tech Center in Brooklyn, New York. And it will be the Prince Triple Threat 40. Well, we're a little year behind, but hey, Triple Threat 40 Symposium. Uh, it's going to be talking about. 1999, Vanity Six, the What Time Is It album. And if you've had a chance to attend these um, for a while, they were in person. Then, of course, you know, the pandemic and everything forced everything to be virtual. Um, but either you've attended in person in the past or had a chance to participate in some of the virtual uh, symposiums of years past. Uh, these are fun, exciting, lots of information, lots of education, um, you know, great panelists, a lot of, you know, the legendary podcast hosts and Prince experts, and Princeophiles and, you know, you name it, they're there and it's a weekend long celebration uh, so this will beginning March, beginning March 31st of 2023. And this will begin at 10 a.m. Eastern and will run through Sunday, April 2nd of 2023, uh, ending at around 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the location will be New York University Tandon School of Engineering. Uh, which is the Metro, uh, excuse me, Metro Tech Center, Brooklyn, New York, uh, zip code 11201. Uh, you can get tickets for this event 
Uh, it is a free event. Uh, the seating will be first come, first serve. Uh, but you can get tickets at eventbrite.com. And, you know, it's going to be a joy. I wish I could make this one. Um, but, you know, this has kind of been a rebuilding year, so to speak. You know, just kind of, you know, family-wise and, you know, changes in directions, careers. That's kind of stuff, stuff I need to get finished as well. So, yeah, we're kind of just you know, rebuilding. So the finances for me won't be there to physically attend. Um, but yeah, I hope to check it out virtually. Um, there will be live streaming. So if you can't make the event, you know, jump on, uh, Eventbrite or jump on YouTube. Um, I think they post them up, uh, not long after, uh, the different panels end. So you have a chance to check it out this weekend. Um, like I said, I had a ball doing it uh, the year that it was celebrating controversy and the first time album, uh, you know, had a ball being one of the, the panelists. So, like I said, check it out if you haven't. Um, by all means, check it out, if, especially if you're a new Prince fan. Uh, you, uh, I envy you getting the information for the first time also kind of just sharing some of the memories um like i said that you know that year 1982 with uh, 1999 um what time is it uh vanity six you know it truly was a triple threat not just with the albums but the tour i uh, didn't get a chance to catch the tour um but, you know, a lot of my classmates back in high school then, you know, got a chance to go. So I got to hear a lot of what went down. Um, years later, I got one of the shows as a bootleg. So I got to hear Vanity Six, got to hear the time, got to, you know, hear Prince. Um, of course, if you can still find the 1999 Super Deluxe. Uh, the CD that does come with the DVD of one of the shows in Houston for the uh, DVD. And there's also a live CD. And I think that one is Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, you know, like I said, if you're new and you want to take that deeper dive, check it out. Uh, shout out to D'Angelo Duff for uh, the person that's been creating these symposiums for the last several years. Um, it is an amazing feat that she puts together each and every year. And, you know, much gratitude, you know, for putting that together and keeping the Prince legacy alive. So, like I said, the Triple Threat 40th Anniversary Symposium. So check it out. And later... Uh, let's see. They're in Paisley Park. It was just announced last week that the celebration for 2023 will take place. And that will be taking place from June 8th to June 11th. Uh, the announcement was made, save the date, um, 
all reservations and ticket pricing and the list of events for that week uh, will be announced at a later time. So we're going to stay tuned to check that out. Like I said, once again, this will be something I'm missing out on. Um, like I said, just kind of rebuilding so that hopefully down the line, I can start to attend these things in person, live and in person. So, you know, so save the date for that. Um, hopefully it'll be, you know, a lot of people have gone. Um, I think last year was the first time since the pandemic that they were able to restart that. Uh, a good time was guaranteed by all. So hopefully this year will be more the same, but even better. So check that out. And speaking of the announcement for the celebration, um, you know, when it was the way that it was announced on social media, um, it kind of tied into something very cryptic uh, that Charles Spicer uh, I'm not sure what his actual role or actual title is with, you know, within working with the Prince Estate. Um, but he has been kind of the, I don't know, de facto go-to person on social media. Um, I've heard that there is no more Michael Howell. Uh, there's no more Troy. I can't think of his name. Troy Carter, I believe. Um, rumor is that they are no longer part of that. Um, but Charles Spice has been very active on social media and, you know, just kind of just urging, uh, you know, be patient, be calm. You know, I, I'm optimistic, you know, patient, you know, critical, but patient and, you know, optimistic that we're going to get some announcements. So during one of uh, the social media, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to put it, situations or questions, Q&A, whatever. Um, he made this cryptic post. I'm going to see if I can try to remember it. So it was two plus zero plus two plus three, um, which adds up to seven. So a lot of people on social media took that to oh is it going to be uh, an announcement for a symbol super deluxe because you know seven you know all seven and we'll watch them fall the song the song on that album um you know and not long after that was the paisley park announcement to which they kind of had this countdown um you know, which kind of added more to it, like, oh, well, what's going to happen? You know, are we going to get an announcement? Will there be an announcement made during the celebration? You know, what's going on? You know, everybody's being cryptic. You know, Charles is being cryptic, which is cool. You know, I'm, I dig that, you know, to kind of get that conversation going, you know, to get that anticipation built. You know, it's not giving anything away just yet. So what I want to do on this episode is kind of figure out what that cryptic meant, uh, cryptic message meant. Um, you know, starting with, will there be an announcement? You know, um, like I said, we, for, I think 
let's see, where are we into? This is close to February, or by the time this posts, uh, we'll be either in February or closer to February. Uh, you know, it's been, what, three, four, five, six months or so that there's been no announcement from the estate. Lots of merchandise, though. But, you know, with Prince and us Prince fans, us the purple musical singularity that we are, you know, we want some CDs, we want some vinyl, you know, we want something on streaming, we want something we can, something, you know. So, will this be the time that an announcement is made, you know, whether it's in the next week, whether it's in the next month, uh, which would bring about the next question of, will it be diamonds and pearls or will it be the symbol album, Super Deluxe? Um, you know, Diamonds and Pearls came out in 91. Uh, the symbol album came out in 92. Uh, for me, you know, well, 91, 92 were just years that kind of, you know, in the grand scheme of things just kind of sucked overall for me personally. Um, so what I was looking to get out of both of those albums, you know, it was, it, it wasn't, they're not 100% on my you know, top five or top 10 uh, list of favorite Prince albums. But I did enjoy Diamonds and Pearls maybe more than the Symbol album. Um, the Symbol album is something that has grown on me more so because of the three chains of gold, uh, the home video collection of all the the songs from that album. Um between the sound and the images that drew me more into the album. Um, but I would say with the diamonds and pearls, uh, I've heard some outtakes uh, from bootlegs that have been circulating. Um, and if they do a super deluxe edition, that for sure I would be interested in. Um, most definitely, like I said, it's not my favorite Prince album, but for the vault tracks on that one, that would be one I would definitely be excited for should that be announced. And the Symbol album, uh, I don't think I've heard a lot of outtakes from that, but, you know, the possibilities of what that could entail, you know, not only the vault track. So for that, I would be looking... Um, the excitement would be in what would the vault tracks contain, since I'm not too familiar um, with what was left in the vault surrounding that album. So that would be something that's inter that would be interesting or exciting for me. Even better if they would include, you know, maybe for the audio, maybe one of the Act One, Act Two shows. And then maybe the Three Chains of Gold DVD to add to it. Or they can add two DVDs. Add that Three Chains of Gold and, you know, maybe a live, again, Act 1, Act 2. Uh, that would be interesting. So the possibilities of what that could be uh, would be very exciting for me. 
Um, could we be getting, you know, could we get a an announcement for a record store day release? Now, the full list of what will be coming out for record store day in April of this year, I think that will drop on February 19th. So I'm going to have to, you know, check that list. And, you know, if there is a Prince release involved with that, then definitely, you know, I'll talk about it on the show. You know, hopefully, you know, of course, obviously it would be something I would be excited for. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, So with all of that being said, for me, I think it's a good idea if they do a Diamonds and Pearls or a symbol or combination, you know, whatever, the 91, 92 sessions, you know, whatever they want to call it. Um, it would be a great idea uh, because to the mainstream, you know, um, people that are, you know, the, the not well, the casual fan, you know, that might have, you know, since. Prince's passing is like, oh yeah, Purple Rain. Oh, there's a, uh, it's been re-released. Oh, let me get that, you know, or 1999, Sign of the Times, you know, whether in super deluxe form or just the standalone original albums, you know, those are back in circulation and even better sonically. So those things have been released now. So it would be a good departure from you know, doing the obvious thing, you know, whether it's the 80s, you know, again, I know there's a lot in the purple musical singularity that like would prefer maybe like a parade super deluxe or an around the world in the day super deluxe. And yeah, while I would prefer that as well, I think it's just a good idea to give some attention to, you know, some of the later stuff. Um, like I said, the Diamonds and Pearls, the Symbol album, um, you know, maybe some kind of compilation that does the 90, you know, sessions from 93 to 95, something like that would be a good way to start. Uh, like I said, just to kind of give some attention to later eras, you know, because we've got the 1999 Super Deluxe. I think and I'm still betting on this that with 2024 coming you know there's probably going to be a purple rain you know a proper super deluxe that will be released you know celebrating the 40th anniversary of that album and film you know I'm sure there'll be something big for that year so why not just do something a little different you know that won't compete with that you know, something that everybody can enjoy. Um, but like I said, it won't take the shine away from that. And then, of course, if they start with a Purple Rain 40th anniversary, then, of course, the next year, 2025, would be Around the World Today. 2026 would be Parade. Yeah. So that I think that would be a good idea to do that. Um I don't know. I mean, you know, what do you guys think? You know, just leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts on that one. Uh, 
Uh, another possibility, because uh, we are in that sort of the seventh anniversary, man, of, you know, Prince's transition uh, to become, as they say, one of the ascended masters. You know, um, one thing that a lot of fans are anticipating is a piano and microphone, you know, the last tour. Um, would that entail a standalone release? You know, I I would get it. Um, but I would prefer a box set of the entire tour for that one. Um, that's one that I would prefer more than just a standalone. Just because of how those shows were executed um where i you know it's it's wild because you know during that time he was working on his autobiography but he only got to 50 pages i always thought it'd be a good idea to do the piano and microphone box set and then as part of the liner notes just reprint those 50 pages that he did and you know, with Prince, you know, if you want, you know, being different, doing something out of left field, you know, to me, I felt like that would be the best way to do a biography is to do that. So you have all the anecdotes from all of the shows. I don't know how much they change from show to show. Um but I feel the way to do that justice would be to do just an entire box set. You know, include all of the shows, starting with the the Paisley Park shows and go all the way through to the Atlanta ones. And again, you know, good liner notes. Um, like I said, reprint those 50 pages of the biography. I know it kind of cheapens no, it, actually it wouldn't it wouldn't because you would still have the beautiful ones book um if you want to get that still i still highly recommend it um but just to kind of give that box set you know something i don't know something to, uh i don't know what the word would be but honorable i guess you know to his life and to turn it more into a celebration of life instead of thinking of it as oh this is the last one this is the end you know you know maybe take some of the heaviness off of that by including something like that in there but again you know what do you think about that um just leave me a comment and let me know your thoughts on that as well uh other than that like i said there's not a lot that's going on um you know, just kind of, you know, with the silence of the estate and then it was all the heaviness, you know, because like I said, we're, you know, we're anxious. You know, we all want some kind of release, you know, some CD or vinyl to come out or them just to announce something, even if it's, well, on June 12th, we'll make an announcement, you know, <laughs> an official announcement, you know, just something to kind of hang on to. And, you know, everybody's venting their frustrations and everybody's, you know, voicing their opinions, you know, which is cool, which is cool. But, you know, I just thought I'd take a step back um, 
in between that. I know I've recorded some special uh, videos uh, covering, you know, my favorite 21st century Prince albums, um, you know, talking about the Netflix documentary, will, you know, is it being blocked, which I don't think that's happening. I'm, I'm sure there's roadblocks. Um, and of course, you know, when, you know, now that the, the family members and primary wave, you know, I'm sure they want a bigger cut of, you know, whatever money was generated to, <clears throat> excuse me, make that happen. Um, but, you know, again, it's not about what you deserve. It's about what you can negotiate. So I think that hopefully it will, you know, see the light of day. Uh, hopefully we'll get it, you know, some kind of an announcement of a release date for that on Netflix, um, a trailer. I guess I got to step up my video game so I can, you know, do a reaction video when that happens. So I'm, I'm going to start studying <laughs> some some software here, this clip art thing and try to figure that out. Uh, so I'll be ready when they do drop a trailer for that. Um. Yeah, like I said, covering favorite 21st century Prince albums, Netflix documentary, um, anticipation of what could be released, which just covered, you know, in regards to the cryptic message uh, that was dropped. You know, are we getting sign of the, I mean, um, Diamonds and Pearls? Are we getting the symbol album? You know, piano and a microphone. Are they going to come out of left field, just drop around the world in a day, you know? Um, you know, will Warner Brothers, uh, will they release... Um, of course, Purple Rain has already been reissued, so don't have to worry about that one. But can we get, you know, reissues of Parade, Batman, and Graffiti Bridge? You know, just to kind of add to the set of the stuff that had been reissued uh, last year, you know, with the classic 80s Prince albums, you know, so those are some serious gaps there, you know, when I line up those Sony Legacy reissues, it's like, ah, there's no parade there, <laughs> ah, there's no Batman, there's no Graffiti Bridge, <laughs> you know, what do you do, so... I don't know, maybe we'll get something like that. That would be good, you know, just something nice and quiet to come out with and then, you know, just come out, you know, swinging for the fences with uh, Purple Rain's uh, anniversary coming up next year. So, you know, looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of which, um, on Patreon coming up i'm not sure i got to i'm in pre-production right now so it'd be a while before i can finish it and put it out um but i want to take you know do some ideas for possible super deluxe editions what could be on it you know what would it entail what you know vault tracks things of that nature so be on the lookout for that for sure yeah, I did kind of lose my thought, but yeah, in the midst of wondering, you know, what's been going on and things are quiet and then it was starting to be a little negative on the social media because the estate's been so quiet. You know, I just took a step back 
um, and decided that I was going to just, you know, just kind of check out other estates. You know, um, I've got a lot of stuff over the years. Um, Jimi Hendrix, uh, the Hendrix, uh, Experience Hendrix LLC, as the estate is called. Um, it, longtime listeners of Amari Purple Talk, you've heard me hold them up as an example, as a gold standard for, you know, what, how the Prince estate can operate. You know, maybe not copy it note for note because it's it's two different artists and it's two different styles of vault. You know, Hendrix, his career was finite. You know, it was only just those four short years. Um, you know, still a wealth of vault material. But at the same time, it's not quite like Prince. I think with Hendrix, it's more a lot of live stuff, maybe a bunch of, you know, unreleased vault tracks here and there. And I think they've got most of those out in one way, shape or form. But, you know, the bulk of it has been the live stuff, you know, whether it's been standalone CDs, uh, standalone vinyl, Blu-ray or DVD. So, but I've got a few things over the years um, and just decided to take a deeper dive. Um, just recently grabbed the Songs for Groovy Children, which is about as near of a complete set of those two shows or two nights, two different shows per night uh, at the Fillmore East. Uh, which was, you know, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, uh, 1969 going into 1970. And, you know, and just thinking about how that evolved. Because um, I've had Band of Gypsies. I've had that CD um, probably since like the early 90s. Um, and just kind of going back. See, with me, with Hendrix, I didn't get into Hendrix till I was about 19. So this is about 19... 85 and I stumbled onto it by accident because it was like um it was some weird album compilation. I was in the the library and there was this weird compilation and and I think the thing that I wanted to listen to was or what drew me to it initially um there was the John Lennon version of Every Man Has a Woman Who Loves Him. Uh, which on the Double Fantasy album, it's Yoko singing it. Um, but this compilation had John singing it. And it was like, oh, okay, well, let me check that out. And But they had other songs on there. And I think, yeah, Jimi Hendrix's uh, Red House was on that compilation. So that was the first thing I heard. And it was like, oh, wow, this is <laughs> amazing. You know, it was because um, I think I've barely heard Purple Haze you know, in, in my lifetime up until then. Uh, so to hear Red House, it was kind of different from what my perception of him or my initial perception of him was. So I was like, well, this isn't psychedelic at all. This is straight blues. And from then on, that kind of piqued my curiosity. So much later in college, um, then I started to, get the CDs and this is while the estate was in flux because Al Hendricks in the 70s was you know conned out of the rights 
to, you know, the the Hendrix estate. Uh, Jimmy's father was, you know, conned out of the estate. And, um, you know, they would just release and stuff just to release it. And, you know, especially as CDs became the norm, uh, they uh, reissued or issued those albums, his original albums on CD. Uh, so from there, I went and eventually over about maybe a course of a couple of years in college, um, got Are You Experience, Axis Bold as Love, Electric Ladyland, and then Band of Gypsies, uh, to which, you know, Electric Ladyland and Band of Gypsies are about my absolute favorites. Um, are You Experiences in the class by itself? Axis, I still kind of have to really sit down and listen to. It's like I try to sit down and listen to it and get distracted, though I love If Six Was Nine. That is hands down my favorite track from that. Uh, but Little Wing is on that as well. Um, but I have to listen to the whole thing, which I have, but I can't tell you about it because I really have to sit down and live with it the way that I've lived with the rest of the Hendrix catalog. Um, but anyway, skipping to 1996, when Al Hendrix finally was awarded the rights to his son's music again. Um, him and his daughter set up the experience Hendrix LLC. And I mean, they've been knocking it out of the park. I mean, since 96, um, things were distributed through MCA or Universal at first. Uh, since 2009, um, Sony has been the licensed distributor of a lot of the Hendrix material that has been coming out. Um, but like I said, love band of gypsies. And then in 99, uh, they dropped this, uh, Hendrix live at the Fillmore East. And it was a two disc set with, you know, different picks from different nights of the shows. And I think at that time that was probably like, Oh, this is the closest we'll get to the whole thing. But since then I have always wanted to hear the whole thing. And then about, Oh, 2015, 16, um, they dropped this compilation of just the first night. So I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So this is just the first night. Eventually they'll release the second night, but 2019 boom they dropped the entire set it's missing about five songs which i'm thinking they'll just release that on a different compilation or a different type of a box set at some point you know just saving them but this songs for groovy children is the closest that you would get to that and i you know i enjoy it um there's also a book um, Hendrix uh, set, setting the record straight, uh, which is written by John McDermott and Eddie Kramer. Uh, it was released in 1992 originally. Um, I bought a used copy of it a number of years ago, and I think that's what kind of just started my Hendrix, you know, getting back into what's going on with that estate. Uh, so I just started just started reading it. 
And, you know, like I said, just looking forward to kind of taking that deeper dive and, you know, like I said, checking out other estates and supporting those, you know, keeping those artists alive. Um, think I'm going to lean into Frank Zappa a little bit as well down the road um, and get deeper into that catalog and some of the official releases, some of the bite the boot stuff. I mean, not bite the boots, beat the boots. Bite the boots was a segment that used to be on Amari Purple Dog uh, about, you know, what boot Prince bootleg should be officially released down the road. If you want me to bring that back, leave me a comment and let me know your thoughts on that as well. Um, but yeah, you know, just the the whole the whole Hendrix vibe. And they also have a subsidiary, the Experience Hendrix LLC. They have an ex, um, a subsidiary uh, that's called Dagger Records. So if you go to the Experience Hendrix LLC website um, and you click on the music, you know, have, you know, whatever, official releases. Uh, it also has Dagger Records. Or you could just click all releases and it has everything. Um, but the Dagger Records is subsidiary and it's like you know cds or vinyl of say demos or their live recordings that were done by fans you know not the best quality recording but you know they i guess master it well enough for release but i guess they somehow buy the rights uh to these tapes and then they put those out and some of those are you know like amongst Prince fans like oh you know this show at Clark University yeah I was there and that was great and it was this it was that um, so now you can get that you can get a hold of that through that subsidiary and they control that the family controls that um, so I'm hoping that's something that you know the Prince estate can really get into you know, somewhere down the road, something similar to, you know, like some of these things that are circulating, hey, you know, make a deal with some of these cats and put it out, you know, and then that way it's all official, it's all above board, it's all legal, you know, so hopefully one day that'll happen. Right, and that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, hopefully in the week or weeks go on we'll have some new and interesting things that are happening um again meanwhile um you know check the different links to social media um you know where you can follow on twitter and facebook I almost said myspace for a minute for some weird reason um but instagram you to all of it um and also become a patreon supporter um there's a few things that are unique to the channel right now um there's also free merchandise uh you can even go in on the one two or three dollar level and still get early access to materials um it's going to be more streamlined 
um, probably in the next couple of weeks um, and also more exclusive content as well uh, but definitely those things help keep this show going so by all means check that out and stay tuned and tune in for the next episode and until then create your day and create your life peace Thank you.